All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Jay Walker Show. I'm here with Ms. Marvetta Bozeman and Mr. Ronald Board DeVoe Jr. Thank oh, y'all yeah. so much for taking time out of your schedule to come on the show. How y'all doing today? We're well. We're well. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We're building black wealth, and that's what it's all about right here in Birmingham, Alabama, and moving this thing across the country. So let me Damn. ask you. So first, let me ask you. Let's can we talk about the importance of real estate and the importance of ownership and land ownership in Black America? Oh, man, not even black America, just America, period. Um, land and real estate is one thing that they cannot make any more of. Mm-hmm. If you look at a 10-year block of time in history, it always goes up in value, right? So um, it is the most important thing. When you look at any industry in this country, whether people are into tech or they're into you know, um, clothes or what have you, they have one thing in common, and that's real estate. You got to own a home, you got to have a lease for your business, all of the above. So um, when you look at also the average individual, they unlock generational wealth through real estate, the equity in a home. And our thing is to educate people so that they can unlock that correctly. A lot of the times for us, um, you know, where uh, the bearers of the heavyweight mortgages and high interest rates and all of the above. So we advocate to make sure that people are making educated decisions about the process and they're allowed to figure out how to sustain themselves um, as far as home ownership is concerned. And for me, a lifetime, a family of lifetime renters, you know, initially, as far as the eye could see, you know, my grandparents, my mom, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles, all of the above, we did not have the blueprint for success. So to be able to do that in 1987 and then fall on hard times, you know, my roller coaster ride as far as the music industry is concerned, and then get to the point where I wanted to be known for something outside of the music industry and gravitating back to real estate and becoming um, a real estate agent. And, you know, people feeling like, oh, Ron's going to only deal with million dollar clients. My passion was the first time homebuyer. You know, how can I walk people through the same process that I was able to walk through? So, you know, my, my amazing wonder twin, my partner, um, walked into my life um, as a part of my company uh, about maybe about almost 10 years now. Wow. And uh, she's been pouring into me um, from an education perspective and, um, you know, just her passion and just watching her elevate, you know, in my organization. I said, listen, you are not going anywhere. I need to make you a partner so we can move this thing across the country. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Marvetta Bozeman. Yeah. 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 So tell me about you. What got you into real estate? Well, um, growing up in... Um, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, growing up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, we're known, of course, from the Mayweathers and the DeBarges and things like that. But I was that young girl in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that grew up on the other side of the tracks. Um, I was a single parent, um, teenage mom. Everyone had um, told me, like, how could you mess up your life to become a teenage mother? You know, because I was that student that was always brilliant, had the best grades involved in everything. But, you know, like so many of us young girls, you know, we we listened to, girl, trust me, ain't nothing going to (laughs) happen. And it happened. So I ended up a a young mom. Ended up um, becoming a product of my environment, unfortunately. But one part of me always knew 
that I was different. I knew that I could make a change and I wanted to see change. So I knew I had to be the change. But even though people were telling me that I messed up, I didn't tell me that I messed up. And when I saw my son, when my oldest son was born, I knew that I wanted to change what I have always saw. I always saw, you know, single parents. I come from a single parent household. I always saw everybody, they didn't own a home. It was, you know, get turn 18, you have a kid and, you know, hope the Section 8 list opens up. That was my life. But I didn't want that. I wanted to break the cycle. So I went out on a, on a prayer, moved to Atlanta, um, fast forward, got into the um, real estate industry, and I learned about building a legacy and what legacy meant. So I bought my first home, still at that time a single parent. Um, life happened. I was not able to keep the home because in the beginning, I knew to get a house, but I didn't understand the importance of how to sustain that house. So, you know, I went through the school of hard knocks on home ownership. Fast forward when it was time to purchase my second house. I, at that point, had knew about NARAB, knew about NID counseling. Um, I knew about what it takes to get, you know, your mindset right in order to be in that house to stay. And it was very important for me to just let women know because they see the Marvetta I have become, you know, um, multiple degrees now. That young teenage mom that said, look, you done messed up. You're going to be like your mom, four kids on welfare. That's what was said to me. Um, but I knew that young women would look at me and they would see different. They would know different. They could use my life as this is what I've been through. People now, they see me run around with a superstar. <laughs> I mean, I, I was one that, <laughs> I was that girl that, you know, at the skate ring, because that's what we did yeah. in Grand Rapids, you know, we went, to, we went skating and we was rocking to New Edition, you know, popcorn, love, everything, you know, that was my life. This was like New Edition, like, oh my gosh. And then... I'm like, wow, I'm really this dude business partner, right? <laughs> so I can tell that young girl who somebody had saying that, yeah, it's over for you. No, it's not. Look what happened to me. I came to Atlanta, didn't know I was getting the apartment until I got to Tennessee. When you know that road, I'm driving. So to Tennessee, didn't have anything. We stopped at Family Dollar, got some paper plates. That's where I started with the Section 8 voucher. But since then, one house built second on my second home built now with the husband yes and if they tell you have them kids anybody take you on yep 18 years of marriage clap it up so you know it's um i just wanted to be that person be that example that somebody can look down and she feel that her life is is over she feel that she cannot live her dreams and she looking at her kids but she know like you know what what I've been through, I'm going to make a way so you don't. So wow. now my sons, they know because they've seen home ownership, right? Wow. So in their mind, it's, it's not renting. It's buying a home. So that's what makes it um, and what made me want to really get into it and into home ownership and becoming an advocate for home ownership. And I appreciate Ron just looking and seeing something in me to say, no, I see partner possibilities within you because he could have just had it whereas – you know, just string her along. But he said, listen, we can build together. We can do this together. And I just love him for that. So that's my story. So let me ask both of y'all, what, what have been the pros and cons of real estate for the both of you? You want to start first? Really? Yes. Um, oh. Pros and cons of real estate. 
not understanding the sustainability factor, really. Um, getting in is one thing, um, but budgeting um, and making sure that you have a set aside for a rainy day because we're all going to hit that roadblock, whether it's 2008 and the housing crash happens and you're living to a certain extent check to check um, and you don't have that rainy, rainy day fund that will allow you to, you know, pay for the next six months or even nine months, 12 months set aside. So just having the knowledge of um, how to get into real estate. A lot of the times um, as real estate agents, we hear from the lender how much a person can buy. Look, they can buy $350,000 worth of house. But for us, let's think about that. You know, should you stretch the 350 or should you bring that back down and buy something for 200k you know that's a little bit more reasonable that can sit in your budget in a way where you're not stretching yourself and now you're trying to figure out how you're making that mortgage and you don't understand that there's also a light bill and the gas bill (laughs) and god forbid something happens where the air condition goes down and you have to repair it in the middle of the summer or what have you so There's a lot of factors that go into purchasing a home. Of course, you have to furnish the home. You know, a lot of times, oh, we get up in there and now we're laying out a mattress on the floor, you know, and we barely have a couch in the family room or what have you. So really just getting the knowledge about the total home buying process and the sustainability factor is one of the things that we are challenged with, you know, as a people. And we've gone through that ourselves. And like Marvetta said, the school of hard knocks at the end of the day, we had to live and learn because we didn't have the blueprint. But now, based on some of our mistakes, we can tell the next generation, like, look, you know, A, B, C, and D, this is what you want to do and this is what you don't want to do. And that's what NARAB, this organization, and the Sheba Report and what it speaks to as far as the gap Um, in generational wealth and home ownership and how there's an opportunity right there for us to close that gap. But Mm -hmm. the only way to really do it is to make sure that we're getting the right information and we have access to the right tools to make sure that um, we're doing it correctly and then exposing ourselves to things outside of our surroundings like you know, my partner said, you know, Section 8 is something that we understood growing up, like welfare. Like, but if you're not exposed to something outside of that, then you really don't understand how to raise the bar and what to reach for. So this is it. Um, home ownership for most individuals is how you really unlock the door to generational wealth. And we're moving across the country with Dr. Courtney Johnson-Rose, Madam President. Um, to make sure that we're pushing this message to as many people as possible. Wow. Right. Right. And I think one of the biggest things that we often forget as well, because after we purchase our homes, a lot of times if something happens, um, we kind of let our pride get in the way to help us save our homes. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I do love about NARAP as well. And we've seen the woes of it. And we've seen people that have lost their homes just because of a lack of knowledge wow. or they're letting their pride get in the way. 
So if I can say anything to our community, because we are going into a time frame right now where our foreclosures are increasing. The amount of foreclosures that are filed every month is going up and up after COVID. So we have to make sure that our community is aware of there is help out there for you. Don't let your pride get in the way that, you know, or your your negligence from not open those letters or feeling that I can go ahead and call and talk to my lender. And if I don't know what to say or if they're giving me the runaround, make sure you're picking up the phone and calling the NID counselor. Because, yes, NID is going to help you on the front end, but they're also helping us on the back end to make sure that we can sustain our homes. Because there can be some different type of programs where we don't have to give up what um, equity that we have acquired because, hey, you know, now we can't pay the mortgage. So when we see these waves in the economy, it's often... People that look like us, the black and brown people, that we are hit the hardest. We are hit the hardest. So if we just say, you know what, I'm going to get outside of myself and I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to go seek help. I'm going to seek the knowledge that I need to make sure that I am going to be able to keep and maintain my home, which will be legacy for my children. Wow. Well, OG, let me ask you this. So, first, congratulations on selling out to residency in three oh. in three minutes and <laughs> <laughs> six hours. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for selling out in, in three minutes. Thanks, America, for selling out in three minutes. <laughs> well, first and foremost, congratulations on that. So, are you excited about this residency? Oh, yes. Uh, we are definitely. It's a long time coming. Yeah. Um, I think God is good. Um, We performed a tribute to the spinners on the Friday before we made the announcement um, about the residency. And my uncle, Brooke Payne, who was our mentor, godfather, manager, everything, um, told us about this opportunity to do that for the spinners a few months back. And... um, we didn't fully understand the magnitude of it until we started doing research about the spinners. Like, wow, they, they have so many hits, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So yes, we're all the way in. At that time, we didn't fully understand which direction we were gonna go as far as our residency was concerned. We had four offers on the table. We were moving in one direction, but it wasn't solidified. We didn't know when we were gonna be announcing it, all of the above, but the perfect storm. You know, three yeah. months later, uh, created itself, and those new addition for lifers, people that have been supporting us for year after year after year. <laughs> That's me. You know, yes. listen, we got the best, fan, yes. and Ralph says family. We got the family, best yeah. family on the planet, and it feels good um, for us. Moving across the country, uh, a lot of my career has been about extracting, right? Like people pouring into us, supporting us, praying for us, all of the above. We're in the city and then, you know, we're on stage, we're at the hotel and then we're off to the next. But for in, in the last maybe, you know, five years or so, it's been about what can I put back on the table. Wow. And um, the culture tour, the legacy tour, I made sure I brought my partner out there. Mm-hmm. We put stuff in the venue um, in relation to real estate just to give people information about how they too can unlock uh, the keys to generational wealth in that capacity. And 
my gifts and my talents, as I said on stage earlier, being able to connect them to my purpose is yeah. really what this wow. is all about. You know? So I thank you, you know, for the residency and all that. <laughs> like, you know, but it's about the purpose. Perfect. Right yeah, now, the purpose. Know? Wow. Yeah. So any new music coming from new edition of BBD? Well, well, act like you know. Act like yes, you know. Act like you know. BBD, a tribute to, you know, 50 years of hip-hop with the amazing run from Run DMC. I would love for us to do some more new edition music, so I'm going to probably have to put my guys in a mad hell. Oh, yeah. Ralph, Johnny, Ricky, Mr. Ricky Bell. Make that thing happen for sure. But, uh, well thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule for coming on the show miss marvita Marvetta, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Miss <laughs> Marvetta. <laughs> I don't um, do this often, but I'm going No, I don't do this often, but I'm going to start making him call me Dr. Bozeman. <laughs> Dr. Bozeman. Dr. Bozeman. Thank you, Dr. Bozeman. <laughs> and Mr. Ronald Board Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.